Hello and welcome everybody to the world's greatest podcast. That's the way the cookie crumbles. We've got a guest this week. Jordi is made his. Is it your second appearance, Jordi? I think it is. Third, is it your hat trick? All right. Here's your match ball. Here's your match ball. Wow. Look at that. I acted like I didn't know. Always ready. Always ready. Yeah. Jordi's here. Funny how things turn out. Yeah. here for his. Is that trick appearance? Oh, don't give him the pumped up one. He deserves pumped up one. Oh, my <laughs> Yeah. They lost their uh, deal with the EFL today. 45 years. Rest in peace. Anyway, anyway then. Anyway, anyway, we've got the new ball. Any okay. reason in particular? Oh, shit. Uh, probably money. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about money, Chelsea got a lot of it for winning the Champions League, they didn't did. they, Star? They did. They were on the money. I didn't watch it, but. Um, yeah, Havertz scored. He cost a lot of money. He did. We're going all the way around there. Mason Mount. He didn't cost a lot of money. But Havertz assisted him. He doesn't give a fuck, Stan. He doesn't. Guy. He doesn't. I mean, what do what do you think? Come on. Because you were you were confident. You were quietly confident before this game. I was. And I'll tell you something. Jim was very very confident before this game. Looking at three nil. I said in, in, uh, I said, um, Mallet for I, said, I said Sorry, why not? I've just outed you. I said three why not? Us three one. He did think you'd score. Did you? Yeah. Well. They didn't even manage a shot on target. So. One? One? No, that Mahrez cross. Oh, give him some respect. He had yeah. one. Just because he fucking doesn't have a right there's, foot. There's no point shooting on target if you're not going to score, really. Well. Just getting off hands up. So. Shit. All right, then. Johan Cruyff, though. Is that Johan Cruyff quote? Come on. My, my nope, that's the uh, Sabre Doughty quote. We'll leave that out. No, we'll leave that out. No, we'll leave that in. Leave it in. Leave it in, editor. A big Newcastle jacket on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good Have you heard that about Sabre? No. That he just had a properly like you know the manager's coats for Newcastle. Oh. He had a full like you know the ones that like Sebastian needs. And, and Robbie went to him. Why have you got Why have you got that on? Because you Liverpool support Liverpool. Liverpool? Yeah. yeah. And he went, oh, I just I just like the style. I just like the way it looks. <laughs> so I bought it. That's Newcastle. That's why you buy clothes? No, normal. Anyway, leave that in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it in. Higher trap. I, I thought we outplayed him. I thought we did what I thought we'd do and try and get hold of the ball. And I thought we did for, for periods of the game because they are hard to get the ball against. Uh, but the the pass was just bad defending. I think it was Inchenko who fucked up for it. Uh, didn't have a clue. Werner's run took Diaz away, I think it was. And then Havertz just got in. But the pass was class from Mount and it just took it round Anderson. I think if he didn't go past Edison, it was a probably a red card. Maybe anyway, because he handballs it. But. Anyway, he put he put it in, but City were lacklustre. I thought Chelsea price they were like three and a half to one, and Did yeah, you back it. Of course, I backed it. Backed them to nil, mate, at twelves. Oh, lovely! So double whammy for you. Double whammy. Mendy broke Champions League record, most clean sheets in the comp, nine. So there you go. There you go, Jim. Good signing, Jim. Yeah. The big talking point with City was a starting eleven. Yeah. No strikers and six midfielders or something like that. No defensive no, midfielder. Yeah. midfielder. Thoughts on that? Were you worried before the game? Have you uh, yeah. thought about it since? Do you think you got it wrong? No, I don't think you got it wrong. Um, yeah, I was worried before the game, but I mean, I think I would have been worried if, if anyone, if he was in there. I was just worried about nerves because City bottled it, like I said to you. I think City would beat themselves, and I think they did, to be fair. Um, Chelsea did play well and deserved it, but Gundogan's played there before, um, and he's, I can see what Pep's going for. He's just going for attack, because Chelsea were always going to sit back with quite a few defensive Men in there like Jorginho's never getting up. Kante was always going to be back. They had the wing backs and they had the free at the back there. So, surely I get, you play a striker though if you've got in all that attack. I get get what you mean, but I mean Aguero's not the same player, is he? And then Jesus is he any more clinical than one of our wingers? Um, he's probably the least clinical out of them. I mean, you you could have named that from he was never playing about a striker. Um, but yeah, I guess he could have played Fernandinho for that experience because Gunnar didn't have a good game. I just think the problem was they just didn't have a good. They literally didn't turn up. Um, they, yeah, they, they bottled it, I would say. So was it quite level possession wise? No, I think they had more, didn't they? So, so do you yeah, think it was City, like, okay? It's quite level, yeah. Do but you think City tried to set up to dominate, and maybe they didn't expect Chelsea to try and? Because I'll be honest, I thought Chelsea would sit with the five, uh, Kante and Jorginho in front, and try and break when they could with yeah. Werner and Havertz. So do you think? Guardiola was thinking, let's just get as many bodies and, and you know play around them for as long as we can. I think I think he tried to kill it early, obviously with five subs as well. I thought if we can get this buried, like Jim said last week, the City are class and it could be four 0 if they're on the day and everything goes through them because they are that good. 
and you probably thought let's just try and blast it out half an hour 40 minutes and then with five subs we can not shut up shop but we can game manage this to a point of where they won't they won't score but Pep he was a uh, I don't know I thought he would have played Fernandinho I saw the lineup and I thought ooh that's interesting well, to, not, to not play either though what do you think it seems weird that they change tactics like he's not played it all season and then in the final biggest game well with yeah. do you think do you think that's typical like Guardiola because we've seen him before haven't we go into maybe a semi-final and yeah. do something Chim- didn't he try and match Leon's 3-5 yeah that, that's, that's Guardiola but in you, Europe not just at City yeah but do you mean it obviously I think you play your own game especially in a final you play yeah. your own game you don't play you don't play to how to benefit especially when you're as good as City you let them worry yeah. about you, you don't play as a, but you, and you you was the favourite clear favourite yeah so you, you you were, I mean do you think because obviously against PSG he didn't really change out do you think that he just couldn't help himself but to try and change something and do you think if Rodri or Fernandinho would have started you would have won uh, uh, yeah I, I get what you're thinking but I think he's he, he's won a lot of titles at City doing that and he got us I know he didn't change that much but He's he's always stuck by that. I th- I think the Fernandinho thing is a bit um, overreacted to. That we didn't have a defensive midfielder because Gundogan has played the lows. He's not played the lows this season because he's needed. We've needed him further up with De Bruyne's injury. But the the big tactical misplay from for me was having Foden in the in the centre and Stone on the left. And I think Stone had a good game. I think he was the only one out of that front three who wanted the ball. I thought okay. James did well against yeah, him. Yeah, granted James did very well against him, but I mean when the when we was backs against the wall and the pressure was on, there's a lot Maris went hiding a lot, he didn't stick down the wing like he usually does. So he used to hug the touchline. We never hit him with that switch across. Maris played on the right, Sterling played on the left, yeah. Um He was your danger man though, Sterling. He would, and Foden played in the middle and he just didn't get on the ball enough because Can't take. in in Blaine City's uh, formation there you have Bernardo running around he doesn't get on the ball enough but he's there to work hard and work at defenders and drag him out everywhere but Foden's too good to not have on the ball all the time we should be playing through him and then other than that I just think he didn't play well you look at Diaz's performance Diaz was all over the place in the first half De Bruyne was shocking like really really bad It worked, when he came off my dad was saying about 20 minutes before he should be why aren't we taking him off if he was anybody else they'd be taking him off See, he I, thought he shit. I thought he struggled at Wembley Diaz with Werner Werner for the goal he, he takes I think Diaz and Stones away me like leaving that gap but he, he's caused City problems a couple of times he had a few chances in the game uh, yeah. he probably should have scored I don't, well, yeah, yeah Werner had a bad but, night really but, <laughs> like, yeah yeah he should have scored at least once yeah yeah he but, had two really good opportunities and he, he fluffed them both but I did. mean Diaz he did get run about by, by Werner but even off the ball like mm. I think he passed the chat like just two times and it he went out of play and like fell over and shit. And it's like that's Diaz who like has been our stalwart about us doing that. Then now Paul I'm scored as well. Obviously that would that would yeah. have been a class goal if it went in. Obviously it didn't, but I thought I thought that would have been deserved as well. I thought two 0 would have been a fair scoreline the way we were playing. We didn't didn't make a load of clear cut chances, but did enough to definitely stay in the game. And Chelsea defended well. City weren't that shit. Chelsea de- defended really well. Like Chilwell had a really good game. Rudiger made a class block on forward, and like they did do well. Was it you telling me that they, tr- they was trying to, or you seen that Pep was trying to get in behind because they seen the last of each Chelsea game in the FA Cup final. There was a lot of room, obviously being at Wembley. Oh, I might have read it somewhere on Twitter. I seen that that they they was trying to get in the space behind because Chelsea played a high line against Leicester. Or yeah, there was a lot more room be- in the behind than normal. I suppose it's a bit different when you come up against City. They play high as well, though. That's yeah, the thing. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're you're sit a little bit deeper the, than you are yeah. against Leicester. I think Chelsea were high, but they, they, what they did well is the gap between midfield and defence and defence and attack was very small. So there's we City couldn't play them little passes in between midfield and the centre. Yeah. And they actually should have knocked it over the top. But I actually was crying out for Sterling to go up front. They brought Jesus and did very well. But I was thinking, just please put our only pacey player on up top he's not going to bring Fran Torres on who's the other one because mm. he's too inexperienced at top level for City but Sterling should it if Sterling was in the middle I'd like to watch that game again if Sterling was in the middle and Foden was on the left and I think City would have fared a lot yeah. better because Foden wants the ball to feet Sterling wants it in behind and that's where they should have put the ball because we've got too much on that wing with a wing back and then Asplequeta covering as well and then Kante roaming too there's no room for Sterling mm. on the left mm. I mean Tuchel got it spot on though, didn't he, to be yeah, honest. I know, I know City didn't um, 
know, mentality and they might not have turned up and, you know, there's all those questions about the tinkering with a, a no defensive midfielder when there's, they've had either Fernandinho or Rodri in every game, definitely every big game so far this season. But 59 out of 60, I think, in the 60th yeah, final. Yeah, so, I mean, Tuchel has got a really good record. Is it three wins in a row now since he's been there? So there's obviously a blueprint to to beat the city side and he, he just stuck with it so yeah um, it's a huge result you can part like Jim says and when we saw it with the goal as soon as you win that ball or you nick it then there's probably going to be gaps because of how high city pre- pre- push up with the with the fullbacks as well yeah. that you need to just go direct and use Werner and you obviously use Havertz to score yeah so um, big, big goal Chelsea. for Havertz he's uh he had Covid really bad not been hard settling in during a pandemic but he's got a huge goal like that so Hopefully he kicks on. But last thing on Chelsea, uh, Aspi, Aspi has been at Chelsea nine years now. He's won every trophy he could have: Champions League, Europa League, Prem, League Cup, FA Cup. Mm-hmm. Officially now in my books, he's a legend. Aspi now, Kante just needs to win the League Cup to have won everything as well. Yeah. So yeah. and Kante would have done it in like six years if he wins it next year, and Aspi would have done it in nine. Chelsea so. six years. Huh? Kante, yeah, like 2016 he joined. Yeah. So at the end of next season, twenty twenty two. The only shit thing is that there was obviously not a full ground in there. Yeah, so there's that only like four thousand Chelsea fans that experienced it. But I know. Either way, doesn't matter. Either way, second European so, trophy, biggest club in London now. Definitely, I heard a talk sport argument dead quick about that Arsenal still are because he won a lot of trophies in like the fifties and sixties, but they not won a fucking European trophy. So get won a title for get fuck, twenty years. Get fucked in my opinion. When was the last time they played Champions League? Fucking whenever. But I digress anyway. But uh, fucking hell, we have to. Sorry, Stan, we have to talk about the Europa League final. Yes, I know it was shit. Um, Stevie G scored past you, Gerard. Oh, Gerard, yeah, yeah, I didn't know where you were going with that. <laughs> yeah, um, it's a weird one. Um, you said it was I, like Ajax. You said it felt like Ajax. Last it did, time did yeah, it I mean, it did, and it, I, I, I don't, you know, disagree with what I said. It's a game that United should have won. Uh, and similar, obviously, on a different level to City, but United just didn't show up. Um, our big players didn't do it on the night. Um, I mean, I messaged my dad at half time and I said that these have got it spot on because if United have got two weaknesses, it's breaking down low blocks and defending set pieces. And all they did was sat deep, compact, and when they got around our box, they threw themselves on the floor, won a free kick, and, and crossed the ball in, and they knew that they would get one chance. Mm. Because they didn't do out for half an hour and they went no. to ball in. Lindelof, I think Bailly and Pogba let somebody block. Was it? Ferdinand explained it. I'll be off. It was a great goal. It, you could tell it was, it was off goal. the training ground. But yeah, it was. And they targeted Lindelof. Great, uh, they did. They did. I mean, he's a massive weakness and obviously United need to address that in the summer because he's just weak as piss. But, um, they knew they were going to get one chance and fair play. They absolutely they played a blind. Obviously United equalised and we should have gone on to... to um, to win the game 2 or 3-1 I thought we would as soon as we equalised but United just didn't show up thought Rashford should have been hooked well earlier than he was he well he did he even get hooked yeah um, no, no, no 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 he I thought he obviously he bagged his pen but he should have been what sort of an, an example does that set he didn't well, mean, he's no, having so an absolute stinker in it he's having a stinker on here and then just no it was just all round it was bad and I just hope that they learn from it and, and you know thankfully it's not like when we were last in the Europa League final and we had to win to get Champions League yeah. although you want the trophy it wasn't the yeah. be all and end all it's, 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 you know in terms of our, where we want to be and we're in the Champions yeah, League yeah it's a bit of a learning curve for it, all it, 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 it needs to be you know the players and Solskjaer need to be humble enough to look at that and go where did we go wrong and Solskjaer I don't think he should have started Pogba in the pivot it's not yeah. worked all season uh, I think if Fred's not fit, you should have just gone with Matic because they were never going to attack us. Mm. So you can have Matic sat back there. And then, you know, you've got... Another issue he had is he had all of his A-team on the pitch at the same time. Mm. So if what happened happened and we got to the 70th minute and we were like, weaker. where the fuck do we go? He looks at his bench and goes, I don't trust any of you to come on. Yeah. Whereas if he had Rashford or Pogba on the bench, mm. there's your sub. And that's why he didn't make a sub. But then you've got to be looking at Tellez, Van der Beek, James. These are players that he's signed. I think that's a bit naive from Solskjaer. To be it was. Hey, no, he should, he should have 100% made I it. Think, so, yeah, a more, I agree, a more I experienced manager would have changed that a, 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 he have, a bit yeah, quicker. If it's not working, you can't just leave it. No, no, no. 100%. 100% you and you work, like you said before, you work playing... I didn't think you played 
particularly well. No, we played, he was playing he was, particularly well all the way through it. But yeah, it was weird. First 10, 15 minutes, I thought we looked good. I remember Pogba did a couple of passes like outside the foot wide to Greenwood, and yeah. I thought we're on it tonight. This well, is, he played well. This going to be Greenwood. it. And we had a few chances where we got down the sides and did a low, and they you know went out for a corner, and I thought we'll have these, and then they scored the goal. But um, no, Solskjaer needs to learn for it. He needed to make the subs. He didn't. Um, you got Van der Beek on the bench there, forty million. Good player. Juan Mata, who's won titles. Uh, Dan James, who you know gives them something else to think about Pace going the other way. Dan James. Yeah. Um, Dunny, do you reckon they should sack him, United? Oh, well, I think personally, with the managers available right Co- now, yeah, or with, with the pool of managers available, I don't know if anyone's signed for anyone today or not, but I would be thinking about going for one of them over. So Conte at United would frighten me. I know it's. Genuinely, I think I think I think we're very harsh. It would be harsh because look at Chelsea. It works. Yeah, it works. But it's a different. It's a different philosophy of Chelsea than it is at United, though. And I think I think if Social wins that final, which he probably does eight out of ten times or nine out of ten times, then we're not even talking about that. No, you're not. And 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 I don't know if you know. No, obviously not a bad team. Emery's though, it is Emery's competition, so yeah, he didn't really have a chance. He's got the experience in that final. Like they were a big prize as well. They've won it a couple they of times. Well. Yeah. But I think Solskjaer was put in a tough spot when his his best players were playing probably sure. the worst on his team. It's yeah. it's, it's t- especially Fernandes for an inexperienced manager before, when you look no. at the the like the performances of Pogba and Rashford and Bruno. It's just surprising. And then he's like, oh. What do I do? Because do you take Bruno off? No, obviously, because you have to leave yeah, him. It's, it's kind of like even Pep has it, and he's one of the most experienced managers out there. When De Bruyne is playing so bad, what, do you take players like De Bruyne off? Oh, no, you can't in a cup final. Second, and it's but when you're playing the worst, maybe you should. I don't know. Yeah, moments. Mm. Do you sacrifice that moment of magic, even though they're having a stinker, but you know they're capable? Or do you bring yeah, no, you keep them on in a final player on, or do you bring one more player who's not been getting in? One moment and, and you win it, but I mean I, I wouldn't sack him because it just it just doesn't make sense. I know you said about Conte, but mm-hmm. like Jim said, football culture counts for a lot. If I mean if you look at Barca since Cruyff, they've had Cruyff disciples all the way through. It matters how you are at United. We've tried having Mourinho, and what would happen if we bought Conte? What actually happened under Jose is, and Conte and, and Jose are very similar in terms of they are. I want twenty eight year olds and I want to win a trophy, and then when I leave, you'll have a team full of twenty eight year olds on three hundred grand a week. And we'll need to get somebody like Solskjaer in. And you're not guaranteed a trophy out. in the Premier League either. No, you're not. And, and the, pro- not. The, pro- the problem is that I see Solskjaer's you know, created a good enough squad and obviously reset the culture and the feeling around the squad is the best it's been. Back to back top four finishes, okay, we've lost the final. But United are on the up. And the problem is if you bring somebody in, United need a centre back, a defensive midfielder, and a right midfielder. If Solskjaer stays, we still need the same. I don't see why you would get rid of him who's got us to the point where I believe we only need two or three signings mm-hmm. to challenge, bring somebody else in and then give them to him. Yeah. I think if you if you not, put it this way, I've always said this, Solskjaer is the right man for this job. He might not be the right guy to win us the league. If United went out and bought, I mean, it's a fucking pipe dream, but let's say we went out and bought Pau Torres, Rice and Sancho and Solskjaer finishes third next season and doesn't win anything, then you go. Yeah, he's not the right What if he yeah, finishes second though? Go, yeah. Again, well, it obviously it depends again? because if you fight City all the way and lose on the last day, you go actually. I'm I think it. it depends on his performances too because it, it's, it's, he's, if he if he gets himself into a title race, say he does, and he has them players, yeah, and then he goes into the big games against Chelsea and City and Liverpool, and he's just he's just outmanaged mm. and he just or he can't handle the superstars in his team. Then you then you look mm. at him and think. Right, he's done a good job here, but point, we need yeah. something well else. The, the big teams, though, recently. Yeah, but he but he has ad- adapted that underdog mentality yeah, and to win a league. Yeah. You won't you won't win a league doing underdog mentality. You might yeah. win the top six table, but you won't win a league title yeah. because you need to batter like you need to go to Newcastle and think this is easy three points. Sheffield United three points. You need yeah. to just yeah, win yeah, them yeah. games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've looked at City and Liverpool last three seasons, four seasons. They've gone on like eighteen game winning streaks and stuff. That's what you yeah. need to do nowadays to win a league well, title, unfortunately. Um, did, did you lose like, against Wolves last game of the season? No, no. So you've gone all, all, all away, all away. Yeah, yeah it's so, a lot of draws though. Yeah. It's a big. You need to do that. It's a mentality yeah, yeah. thing, isn't it? Swear the switch. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of positives for United, and obviously there's negatives, but that happens when a team's going through this because 
You are on it's, a rebuild a little bit. To be 100% fair. We were yeah, the same. We we went through a lot. A, yeah. a spell where we yeah. were drawing all the time against the likes of West Brom and yeah. You've got teams, you've, you've got to stick it out because Liverpool could have looked at Klopp and gone, yeah, you've done all right, but Mourinho's just left Chelsea, um, and you know. I know you need a centre back like Van Dijk and a keeper like Allison, but we're going to bring him in and give him to him. They could have well, the trigger on Klopp in, uh, in like January or December, whenever it was, when they were yeah, like. Yeah, they could have. There was I think the thing with Klopp is though, they always, had that, they always had that he's he's won stuff at Dortmund mm. and he's done well yeah. with them at Dortmund. Where yeah. Solskjaer's never really had that. I know he's won for the well, well, you've got to have like your history. You've got to have your experience behind. Klopp's resume wasn't. Wasn't that good? Not no, that good, but he's still. He, he was, he was bigger than Solskjaer, yeah. But by him, which I yeah. think is an achievement. Yeah, yeah. Itself, but yeah. I think if going back to like the philosophy conversation, if Klopp was at Chelsea in a rebuild, oh, he'd have gone. He'd have been sacked years before he won the Champions League. I think as well, yeah. just the but thing then again, Klopp, he worked for Chelsea. Yeah. So I think the thing with Klopp and Solskjaer is Klopp was yeah. loved. Where there's this the divide with Solskjaer, whether United yeah, fans went. There's a divide on Twitter, but honestly, if you go to the if if you. I mean, I was at the protest and, and you know, games, there isn't a divide yeah, though. Fair enough. And the problem is because fans aren't in the ground, media and stuff look at Twitter as, you know, to gauge opinion. Yeah. Hey, Jonesy's Ollie out. Oh, <laughs> fuck me, don't get me started. Jonesy's Ollie out firmly. No, yeah, I wouldn't sack him. I'd, I'd give him some players and uh, let him go. And if, if, if he doesn't do it, then uh, Next season you get rid of him. If you get second and get to the final, I would have been uh, quite happy with it. But, you know, sour taste in the mouth when the final's the last game of the season. But, uh, yeah. The thing is, last thing to say about it is, if United had won that final, we still know what we need this summer. And if we lost it, we still know what we need this summer. So the final's not the important thing. It's what we do between now and the start of next season. So we'll see. I'm hyped for next season. Big argument about Trent Alexander-Arnold. Big discussions about who should play right-back, who should play wing-back. Well, it's definitely not going to be Trent, Jordy, because he's a Tories... Is it his start? Ah, yeah, four to six weeks, you saying, is it? Yeah, it's fucked FC. I think that's a big miss for England anyway, with him. Even if he didn't play as much as Trent as an option to bring on as a right-back or as a right-wing-back, depending miss. on how you want to... Definitely. It's sort of Southgate... He obviously doesn't rate him that highly to start in his team, but to have him on the bench, got a very good delivery into the box, and with the likes of Kane and Carver Lewin, I would have backed, backed England getting on the fucking hype train there. Would have been nice to see him play midfield as well, because I think yeah. with our shortage, we Henderson not 100% fit as well. Yeah. If you bring I him on in midfield, he, yeah. I think he does have the range, especially against like Scotland he- or... So he might do future years, but I mean, you don't you don't have his first game in midfield. No, not his first game necessarily. But Southgate did say in his presser that he likes the idea of him playing midfield. The same with Reece James, he likes the idea of him playing midfield. If as well. it was in knockout stages, and you, yeah, if it's in knockout stages and you're chasing a game, then five subs. I can't see why you can't bring him on as a centre. It's only good for them both, even right? just for a, a deep line playmaker whipping him in from yeah. deep and, and yeah. going all out for it. But mm. yeah. reckon we can say for sure now, Stan, that James is going to start throughout the tournament. Um, if I can yeah. be asked, yeah, I think yes. so. I mean, I yeah. think it's. I have they yeah, not, yeah. not giving you the holidays? Yeah. I need to I need to speak to Paul first. <laughs> are, you, are you still serving a suspension? <laughs> no, comment, no comment. No comment. Can't speak at this moment. Ah, for um, No, I think it's a massive miss. I do. Um, I, I've, I've been quite scathing about Trent in terms of his defensive aspects of his game, but I think you start him for me. Uh, one of the best right backs in the world, especially over the last you know two seasons. So I think with England having him, it'd have been silly not to have uh, yeah. started him. Even in a back four, I'd have started him at right back and maybe just had Henderson or, or Phillips, you know, covering him like he did at Liverpool. But um, he's, he's yeah. the best right back in the world. Yeah, he I'd say the, so. I mean, he's, I, the, I, he's the most valuable right back in I'd the agree, world. I'd agree. Even with this season, past three seasons, he's yeah, been. Yeah. He's changed the position. Yeah. He's one of England's. He's, he's, he probably is England's most interesting player in in terms of that. He's literally changed the game in in the well, way you, you you mark a team because he, he just sits in that in that pocket where the corner of the box is and you can usually leave a right back there. Go oh, fucking let him cross it in. It's like when Mares is on the right and well, he, he he drags loads of defenders over and then he rolls back to Kyle Walker and he's got like acres of space well, to I'm cross it into and you're like and the other teams are happy to do it. 
Oh, Juan Bissaki, yeah. <laughs> but like, the same thing. He, he, imagine that player had the crossing ability of De Bruyne, which Trent does. Mm. Then well, De, Bruyne, De Bruyne did that for a stage. You know, De Bruyne didn't much this season, but he yeah. normally drifts out to the right and, and sort of takes up that takes yeah. up that deep play yeah. where no one's really going to pick him up just so we can like say yeah the, the season where Stanley Pool were going head to head and it was like 98, 97 at the end De Bruyne a lot of the time would go so far back he would literally get the ball at right back position and carry it up from there Yeah, and that was definitely no one nothing was really said but definitely based Can, on what Cancel on that much this year well guess what he goes like older midfield can, well Cancel like, he had a lot of joy this season basically because we because we had to play him right back, then teams realised that that's not Kyle Walker and Cancelo's got an end product. It's not just Trent, but mm. he was very effective in that yeah. position. And that, I think that's what England could have done a lot because he's got a lot of wingers that are going to demand a lot of attention. Whoever yeah. you play out there, Sancho, Sterling, mm. Foden... Um, Even if you play Foden else. out there and in behind, uh, Trent behind, Foden can drift inside being left-footed. It gives yeah, him like, a bit more yeah. space. You can't, you've you've got think, to mark them yeah. both, and that would be massive for England. And that's, to be fair, Rhys James, I think he has got a good cross. So I think... It, but, as well. Yeah. To assist. Well, Rhys James' crosses well. are a bit different, and they're more like byline crosses. I feel, I feel yeah, like, like James is unfortunate as well, is that he's, in, he's not had a proper number nine to feed yet. So he's yeah. had, obviously, Tammy in his first season. In his second year, he's had... Every man and his dog. Oh yeah, Firmino's a proper good number. It's not. Yeah, friend does cross. Salah and Mane basically play up front for Liverpool. So. Oh yeah, it's fucking midgets. It is. It is. Cross can be low, pal. It can be low. Mane gets up. It is a Mane. It does. It does. Can be a low cross. I think England. I think England will be fine because you got Trippier, James Walker. It's not that big of a miss as if you know. Say if Kane did. If Harry Kane did his quad last night. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Kane and his squad last night would be struggling. You got Calvert Lewin, or you've got to change the setup of the team. But um, all right, Stan, who replaces him then? Um, what I do think Reece James does. I think no, I mean who, who replaces? Oh, sorry. Him, um, in the uh, who's on reserve? Am I predicting what Southgate does? Or no, what, what would you do? What would you do? I'm not James asking about fucking idiot. James Ward-Prowse. <laughs> I think we need another body in centre mid. I would have took him anyway. I th- yeah, well, so would I, but I think with Trent going out now, obviously we've not got the four right backs. I think he sees Walker is as a centre back. Is it five subs? Does anyone know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so, Ward-Prowse would be so handy. I think Put Henderson, in the game. Calvert Lewin's on. Kane's still on. Henderson's switch and go. Dead so, ball specialist as well. James Ward-Prowse. I'd play Ward-Prowse. I would. I really would. If you get some extra time, I mean, it's like Tyler said the other day. If you don't want Kane taking corners again. At this fucking tournament. Very like true. No, I feel it's like it's James Ward Prowse. was fun that one. How about James Ward Prowse? He's the only outfielder to have played every single minute in the last two Premier League seasons. So he's second to David Beckham. And I can't wait for England to go into the tournament thinking this is like the most attacking team ever. We're going to be class passing forward and Grealish, <laughs> and then it's like, oh shit, Czech Republic are fucking drawn, was it? One all. That's it. Bring them on, boys. Get Wal Prowse on. Grealish. Grealish. Every time you, every time you touch Grealish, go down. Go Free kicks to go John and Harry. Get on in. Kane, <laughs> come on, son. You're going off. Yeah. DCL's bigger. Going off, yeah. big man. But we'll go through the squad quick. Pickford, Walker, Shaw, Rice, Stones, Maguire. Grealish, Hendo, Kane, Sterling, Rashford, Trippier, Dean Henderson, Calvin Phillips, Mings, Connor Cody, Jane Sancho, Calvert Lewin, Mount Foden, Chilwell, not Trent anymore, but he was there. Sam Johnson, Reese James, Bakayo Sacco, who scored yesterday, and Jude Bellingham. Yeah, Bellingham there. I think it's a very good squad. I mean, I you know, play. naturally, naturally, <laughs> as England fans, we look and, and kind of think where are we weakest. But if you look at some of those strengths in that team, it's. Um, pretty scary the, the kind of combinations we could put in terms of attacking midfield and, and our forward line and I was saying to um, I can't remember who I was saying it to but England could say obviously Kane starting up front you could play a three behind Kane of Sancho Mount and Rashford and you could take them out and play Ford and Grealish Sterling and you don't lose anything so you've got six players there that can play in those three positions and if we are chasing the game take your pick of them off the bench so uh, I think really got options. To it. The, the, the type of players we've got though you've got a lot of options that you can play like formation wise I know that yeah. Southgate loves his three back or well, five back and four three three but you can mix it all like the likes of Bellingham and even like Phillips Phillips is a good player even him just to sit there on his own I think if, if you're chasing the game as well Kane and Calvert-Lewin can play up front together because Kane can yeah. drop off Calvert-Lewin goes on the last guy and, and you know you get the balls crossed I think what's going to be quite big for England this tournament and what we decide how good we do is is how well Southgate manages the game and how he uses those because it's the first what international tournament we can have five subs mm-hmm. 
name deeper squad than this England one, and that's even kind of France. Probably France. Yeah. I know we're favourites yeah. now, but in World Cup we were underdogs, which benefited Southgate a lot because yeah. there was no expectations. Where now, I'd say that this England squad's probably been the best England squad since fucking that Lampard, Gerrard, Scholes, Rooney, Owen. Yeah, and no, they never let us down, did they? Yeah, they let us down. Yeah, boys, exactly. It's, it's, it's a bit of expectation. I know it's, it's, a, I know it's typical English. Yeah, I know it's typical I, English. But I actually nature, think our our depth is better than France's. Well, if you look at five subs, your five subs you could be I making like is Ben Chilwell. Best subs there. Uh, uh, Rashford, Rashford, Sterling, Grealish should all come on. Sancho and Calvert Lewin. Yeah. That's no, no Sancho, not, no Bellingham, no. Or Walker I think Bellingham could, might start. You know, Kyle Walker could come on. Or yeah, it should do. Whoever. Should start all games. 17. Do, do Bellingham? 17, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Madness. Yeah. He was in year yeah. eight last time, wasn't he? Who would you start? Who would you start as your three? Say he's going four, four, three. Everybody fit. Go on, Cook. Extra man. Yeah, four, three, three. The cookie pot England team. On your own. My midfield, I was going to say then, Rice, Mount, and. Jackie J. No, um, Bellingham. Yeah, I was oh, going right, to say. Okay. I don't like Grealish in the middle there. Jim I don't like Foden there either. I like Foden wide right. So And I like Grealish wide left. Yeah, so. team. Yeah. Team yeah. should be... So you go Foden. I'd go Foden, Kane, Sancho, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't definitely. think, J- I don't think Jane starts. I think Grealish and Foden, either yeah. flank. With I, Rice. Think need, I think you need one of Sancho, Rashford, Sterling, though, just for that killer pace. Right, Grealish is class, right. I think they'd be better as impact subs, though. No, really, she's class. Rashford, Last definitely. night watching it, he, he doesn't. He doesn't. Southgate was right. He doesn't pass the ball quick enough, especially in transition. Grealish, he, still in Villa he wins a lot of free kicks and he, he acts like he's the best player on the pitch. But in England, you no, just you're not. Yeah. You're not. You're not one of the best in the attack. Never really? mind the pitch. Yeah. yeah, when he starts moving the ball quicker, really, he is class. Time, he is doing obviously yeah. class now. But when he gets a move and if he moves, I think really It sounds mad, but I think he'd be really good off the bench. You know, yeah, if you're winning, agreed. you put him on, take two players on and fall on the floor, yeah. wind him up when there's a free kick and move us up 40 D- yards. Dunny, we were saying before, weren't we, about if Scotland sit deep, you want a Grealish, don't you? Somebody's yeah, going to get at him. Yeah, and open him up. Yeah. yeah. I think we'll do well against Scotland. I know they'll, I know they're going to sit deep, but. I think a lot of teams will. Like you said before, other, you can throw Carl Balloon. Oh, check, sorry. Yeah, throw DCL up and drop Kane a little bit, and Kane shooting from outside the box. It's options, isn't it? It's all good options to have. You can make three or four, you know. Front fours and they're all pretty much just. And, and the um, the England goal last night against Austria was very encouraging because it was it was Kane picking up the ball, an amazing pass from Kane. I mean he had runners ahead of him and that's what yeah. England need. And them runners are going to be. Better than I think Kane this season. I've been having them running runners in behind like Song is. It changed his game up low. That's why I play one of Sancho, Sterling, Rashford. Yeah, he's going to drop in and look for one of them. Would you play Sancho on like on the? I like how direct Foden. No, I'd have Foden on the left. I'd have Foden on the left and Sancho. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, same. Yeah, and then I'd have in the midfield I'd have Rice with Bellingham because Bellingham's got Mount. great energy and Mount's Mount. got great energy. If you need the defensive, and then you've got Grealish and I'd have, yeah, and Bellingham's going to get in the box. Mount's got a good eye for goal, and then you've got the wing, but and you've got yeah. the fullbacks bombing on as well. And if you want to lock it up, you got Henderson or Phillips coming on for Bellingham yeah. to sit in front of the defence. So I like that team a lot. You've got options, and it's probably like like Dunn said, it's it's probably the first time in in decades that England have had a squad with this much depth. So favorite, really looking forward. To it. Definitely up there with France. I don't think there's a better squad than I ours. Think we're clearly. we're only favorites because of France's group. We've got Portugal yeah, and true. Germany. Yeah, yeah, if it's yeah, top yeah. two, yeah. I think what France have got over us is that they they're playing the exact same system, pretty much the exact same players that won in the World Cup. They know their jobs. I England think Benzema coming known. in from is a massive. Oh yeah, it's massive. But I mean, the the, the style is going to be well, that boring diamond. They're going to be able to score against, and they're going to have so much individual quality. Yeah, yeah. Southgate said that though, hasn't he? He said the squads that know the best eleven in England don't. He said there was players, you know, a year ago he wouldn't have picked the likes of Phil Foden, Jude Bellingham, etc. Wouldn't have been in the team. John Stones wouldn't have been in the team. Luke Shaw might not have been in the team, etc. etc. So he said. This squad's not been together long, so you probably will see a few different formations, but very much looking forward to it, Cook. Okay, listeners, the final bet of the week of the season is upon us, and you're lucky that Jordi could be asked doing this for you. It's for the Euros, so it's got something to keep you occupied, and you, maybe you'll win some money to treat your pig bird to that keeny that she's wanted from Ann Summers for a while. You know it's been a bit pricey and there's been no overtime, but Jordi's going to help you out. Better of the week is 
Belgium minus one versus Russia. Both teams to score in the Denmark and Finland game. Both games are on Saturday. Sunday's games, Netherlands v Ukraine, Netherlands win, and England to win, because the boys oh. are bringing it home. Nice, and Stan and Jim, what can the listeners do with that information that Jordy's just Quite given to them? Can you shove it at your hacker? <laughs> so also, also 15th won that, just to add. Just looking at his guy dressing poppies. Meaning when you're off. Final episode of the season, ladies and gents. So it would be only appropriate to bring back the Players Clubs game for the end of the season. So the first player in question is a scholar of the game. Uh, recently made his debut for Manchester City between the sticks. It is Scott Carson. He's our first player up on the Players Clubs game. Hell. Scotty 2 it. Number 33 for Man City. Finally made his debut after being at the club since 2019, and your time starts now. Fernside would say. So, how many have we got? I've Let's got start with Jordy. Jordy's got three. And one of them City. Hey, nice. <laughs> four. Five. Jim's got four. Stan's got five. Oh, wait, wait, six. Oh, I like this. is where it gets good, Jordy. This is where no. it gets good. Stan? No. No, no okay. Seven. Okay. Do I win then if he bottles this? Yeah. Right. Well, if you name, even if, you, if I was bluffing about if five, you, if you can name, yeah, that's the rule of the game, bro. Yeah, but then you have to name five. I will. No, I will. Yeah, but as long as well, Jim name six. All right, six for Jim. Go. Hell. <laughs> I only ever guaranteed free here. Don't ah, I love it. <laughs> well, Manchester City. Just imagine. Yeah. yeah. Derby. Yeah. Oh, we didn't spell did you? Wigan. Yeah. Yeah. Blackburn. No, no Rovers, no Rovers. Stan, five for you, is it? You've got a name, five. Oh, shit. Who did you say? Ah, <laughs> come on. on. No, 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 no. Johnny might win on three, yeah. Um, <laughs> and I said, I'm just play for. Mm. You should have uh, been subscribing to uh, leave this name out, <laughs> only fans. Liverpool. <laughs> Liverpool and West Brom <laughs> are the other two. <laughs> So, so how many have you said? How many have you said? <laughs> Get you in the game. I am. I have got many in the game. You just done City, City, yeah. Liverpool and West Brom. Are you? City, Derby. Yeah. Wigan. Yeah. Liverpool, West Brom. Yeah. So you've got Liverpool. Five. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So he's one. Five. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was six. Was he a uh, no. So right. yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Actually. I didn't know. I, I was. Where the fuck's he been? Read his Read his journey out. For Scott Carson, his his journey started off at Leeds. Then went to Liverpool, oh, Chef Wednesday, then to Charlton Athletic, then Aston Villa, then West Brom, then Bursaspor out in Turkey, oh. then Wigan, then Derby, and then City, Premier League champion this season. There you go. So, he's had a ride. Deserved. Very much deserved. <laughs> he also <laughs> took off his um, Champions League winners up and as if he's going again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know when you sit runners up and yeah, take this yeah. off on bigger than He's this. already got one. <laughs> he got one in 2005. Class from him. Elite Matosi. <laughs> he actually is. He actually has a European Cup man. He does. Nice, nice to get Caballero one finally. <laughs> finally, Jim. Did he get one? Of course he got one. Hell. What a sick legend. Of course he got one. But Stan takes that one for the Players Club game. Get Lu- in. Luckily, I've got two. <gasps> so, this player, a, pl- a player you feel like he's been around for ages, but it's because he has. He is only 31, believe it or not. It'll be 32 in September. This player is Alexander Pato. Game on. I sold the bags for retail. 
10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, So, Alexander Pato. What have we got, Sam? 3. 3? I've got 3, maybe 4. Oh. Uh, you have to say one or yeah. the other. Go on, Jordy. I'll go 4 then. Oh, oh, I love it. Oh. Oh. He's a gambling man. He's a gambling you man. You 4 as well? Yeah. you got to go 5 or not? Yeah, you got Why? Because he's a guest. Wait, if he fucks with 4, then I kind of go with my 4. Mm, I've never fucked with anything. I think that's fair. Well, that's alright. If he gets his 4. I know he's got no ball. It's got to be 5 or nothing. That's what I said to me. I agree, I agree, I agree. Jim, five, five or nothing? Five or nothing, Five or you drop it to Dunny? Has he played for five clubs? He's played for... Four, five, six, seven, eight clubs. Four. Should be able to... Yeah, then, right, I'll go five, I'll go five then. All right. <laughs> five. Got to gamble in this game. <laughs> love it, I love it. Chelsea? No. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. The, the Thank God. Quote, the quote on quote, a journalist thought he was a make-a-wish kid once at Chelsea, in a Chelsea training session. Someone no who didn't know anything about football from Brazil. No comment. That Lindelof. No comment. AC Milan. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. So you're on two? I am. Right, this is a gamble. Alright, is it Corey Gamble? I'm gambling on the next three. See, so I got those two. <laughs> Obviously. Santos. Flamengo won it. No, I went for no, the other one. No, it wasn't. It wasn't I went Santos. For I can't say the team because Jordi's going to have a go, but it weren't Santos. Orlando. Yeah. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Really? Playing with, with Nani, playing with Nani yeah. right now. Is he? Yeah, he's right now. now. Right now. He's still playing. So Orlando, you've got Orlando. Sao Paulo. Sao Paulo. Yeah. AC. AC. Chelsea. Yeah. Ango Shang. There's there's one Chinese team. I'm not not 100 sure. I'm gonna go Shanghai. S I P G. It's not San. Oh. Is it Corinthians as well? He, he, he has been at Grimpians, yeah. yeah. Wasn't in the French league, man. So, Stan, you no, just need however many. Oh, shit. I've got four. No, he's one. He's one. He's got four, yeah. I went for a fifth. Yeah, I went for a fifth. I went for a fifth one. He tried ah, to guys. Oh, Jordy, you were finessing that, didn't he? That was the fifth one. Oh, so Jordy's mugged it. So, you said Milan, Corinthians, Chelsea. No, no, sorry, you said Milan, Chelsea, Sao Paulo. You could have had International. Do you remember Lucas Damiao, was it? You, yeah, you know yeah, he yeah. plays for them. Leandro. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, AC Milan, Corinthians, Sao Paulo, Chelsea, Villarreal. Fuck off. Oh, yeah, 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 it was, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tinjan Tiani, where he did play with uh, Axel Witzel at one point or another. Yeah. Uh, and then back to Sao Paulo, uh, and now currently at Orlando City FC. So, uh, what a journey. I know, what a journey indeed. So we've had two scholars of the game, Scott Carson and Alexander Pato, on the Players Clubs game. You see Bentner retired today. Oh, that's the saddest news I've fucking heard in a while. It did. 33, 33 years old, yeah. Wow, that noise means only one thing. It does. It's award season it's the <laughs> cookie pod award season of course we're back end of season awards and have we got some nominees that are just going to blow your dicks off yes yes alternative aren't they Jim yeah we have a real alternative yeah. if you have a dick hey France oh no they don't do they oh no shit uh, anyway on to the first category um, <laughs> I was honoured enough to pick up this award quite a few times during my very successful career of dropping between Division 4 and Division 3. Um, <laughs> the John Crawley Award for the most improved. Some actually say this is the one for paying your subs and turn up everybody. It's actually not done it. It's for most improved. Being managers some that. That's why I've done it a few times and that's why I've played as well, interestingly enough. First nominee is John Stones. Had a great season at Diaz, obviously helped. But... Um, was a big make or break season for him, I would say. Um, whether he was get sold or he was in out the squad with Laporte and Diaz, there you thought he's not going to get much game time. But little Devon, no, he has done and he's done very well. Um, secondly, another English lad, Luke Shaw, he's had a big injury at Ajax in the Champions League many years ago now. Mourinho had him crying, had him out of the team pretty much, and who'd have thought that he'd been the best left back this season? Not me, Cook. And finally, uh, former City lad, now Leicester. Kletchi Inacho, towards the back end of the season especially, very good, very um, very lethal scoring pretty much every week now. And he, he, he went for quite a big one, he's there for 
the amount of goals he got, and then out of nowhere he's linked up very well with Vardy. So there are three uh, nominees: Stone, Shaw, and Kalechi. And what is the category? The most improved this season. Most so improved. let's debate among ourselves. What we say, is, what we say is, it's a difficult one, Cup. It is a difficult one. I mean, not, they've not for me, you know. Do not you not for think me. so? Because okay, if, go on then. Because if you look at the word in the category, most improved, not the most. I was half decent at one point, went shit, and then went back to being better than what I was. Mm. So if you're talking about most improved, it has to be Kalechi. If you're looking at the other two, in terms of base, I was playing at a level, went shit for one reason or another, or and was out of the team, and then got, got above my where, level yeah. than what I was before. Yeah. So for, if you say most improved, collect for me. You could be on something though. Although I do think, obviously, the fat stones and Shaw are in people's starting eleven to wrangle and just yeah, shows how far they've came. But I do agree with you, Cook. Do you echo their thoughts, Danny? I think collect me personally out of them three, but. I also think there's probably other players that have put yeah. over the other two. For most, for most improved. Honourable shouts on Rush Outs 2. For most improved. Put your balls on the table. Patrick Bamford, I would shout, which is a stabbing That's a good shout. That, that is a good shout. He's scored a lot of goals this season that for Leeds. Leeds have done well. He's, he's, made he has improved. Up. Well, yeah, he's made the step up. Right. A lot of people right. didn't think that he would make it at Chelsea. And obviously, he left. And I think he's improved a lot. Yeah. He's still a dosser, so don't get me wrong, the amount of chances that he misses, but Fair he's play. getting on the end yeah. of him, he's yeah, there to play. put him away. And I, yeah, no, whatnot, I, I like that. Collect you for me. Shaw's flank redemption, good. <laughs> <laughs> John Stone's good. That's what we can call That's what we can call the episode when he wins the Euro. <laughs> Shaw's <laughs> flank redemption. <laughs> but, um, I think Kalechi carried um, Leicester towards the end of that. Yeah, especially um, when we're behind. End of the season, I think... As good as Stones and Shaw were, I think oh, had they have got an injury for a couple of months, I think City and United would have been fine without them. So in terms of not only improving but improving exactly when your team needed it the most, I think it's got to be yeah, Kalechi for me. Clutch Kalechi. There you have it. Kalechi. Unanimous, was it? Kalechi? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Yeah, Kalechi wins the award. No, wait, no, we don't do. no, let's do it properly. Cut that shit out. So, yeah, this is... This, <laughs> we cut that shit out. We went off on a little... Stan's got his director's hat on. <laughs> Come on, cut okay. directors. And the winner is... Kalechi Iheanacho! Okay. <laughs> okay, what's the next category? What's the next one? Um, oh, Stan, you can do Alvin, this off yeah, on the yeah. second one there. Yeah, man. <laughs> this, <laughs> is, this is a bit harsh, but I like it. Okay. <laughs> okay, so welcome back to the Cookie Pot Awards. Um, and we're going to get straight into it. Uh, we, need, we need to get it done, really. This is a Dale Stevens Award for Worst Player of the Season because Dale Stevens is the worst <laughs> ever Premier League player I've ever seen. Closely followed by Charlie Daniels who is now working at KFC. So we'll go straight into the nominees. Um, Mason Holgate, absolutely atrocious. Choose uh, chewing them all game whilst letting strikers run past him. Uh, it will be... I mean, he, he, there's no chance he can see through that air because he he's just not a good footballer at all. Rian Brewster, yeah. When he sat there with the Champions League medal after not kicking a ball... I'm questioning your mentality and your ability as a footballer. So they're the uh, nominees. Yeah. No goals, no assists for Rian Bruce. No. At Chef, for the record signing. And what's Not the category, Stan? Uh, the Dale Stevens Award for Worst Player of the Premier League season. We've got Mason Holgate, Alex Awobi, two toffees. Maybe that's why Ancelotti jumped mm. ship, RIP. And Rian Bruce, who I think record signing for Sheffield, was it 25, yeah. 30 million? Something like that. Who gets your vote then, Stan? Um, for me, it's got to be Mason Holgate. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. I mean, I can't say I watch Everton all that much, so I don't really know how. Just say one of the Hallgate is, but hit one of them. Yeah, fuck it's, it. Hallgate, fuck the toffee bastards. It's Hallgate, yeah. right? Sticking with Rian. Re the only the only time I ever thought Hallgate had a good performance was when I kept getting <laughs> kept, kept getting him confused with Ben Godfrey. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, Ben, ben Godfrey's everywhere. I thought, I thought, <laughs> left part, right I thought Ben Godfrey is fucking blocking yeah. everything here tonight. And then it was Mason Hallgate on one of the replays, and I, was, <laughs> I know what you mean. That's like when I'm watch, real? when I'm watching F1 and I see Lewis Hamilton get out. I think it's Raz all the time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same thing. Or when Theo Walcott's playing for Southampton, exact same thing. Yeah, true for the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going for Holgate as well. He's okay. Shit. We'll do the drum roll, but you know you fucking shit. Yeah. 
And the winner is, Dan, you need to say. The winner is... Mason Holgate. Well done, Mason. Congratulations. Not sure you really want to clap for that. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. yeah, You maybe. might want to send somebody to collect the award. <laughs> yeah, the Dale Stevens Award. Well done, Mason Holgate. <laughs> Mason Holgate. Right, so the next award is the David Dixon Award. Hey. Best bargain for those who aren't, in with, aren't up with the Channel 3. Eat. Uh, first one is Cavani. Scored plenty of... Plenty of important goals, I believe, for United stand. Yeah. Would you say he was free? He was. Banging in the meadows. I'd say he's changed United's approach for attacking for the back end of the season yes, when they started he playing him. The number nine that United needed. Yeah, fuck Cavani, not Best move in the game. Next, next, Suchek. Dodgiest Instagram stories. Yeah. So, Suchek, who's strengthened up them, that midfield for West Ham. Obviously chipped him with a lot of goals off them corners. Sparta's own. Yeah. Sparta's own, yeah. Your your big team in we're, the we're Czech the, Republic we're, we're League had a few bets on the under twenty threes a few times, haven't we? <laughs> a lot of goals in the league. So oh, a lot, lot of goals. Maybe you might get back into it. Oh, get back into it. Be interested to. Let's just pretend they were rolling. Rolling after betting on twenty threes. Used to be like twelve now, like a lot of the time. <laughs> and number three is. Martinez, uh, not quite sure on his first name, plays Emi, in it. Just say Emi, Emi, Emi Martinez. Emiliano. Emiliano Martinez plays for Villa. He was 15 million as well as Sojcek. Collects a lot of second amount of clean sheets, maybe. Mm. Third amount of clean sheets, I'm told was, by the producer Cookie. <laughs> uh, yeah, Mendy second. Edison first at 19. Which Mendy for, second, 16. For Villa, I think it's quite a. Quite a good. 150 odd saves. 150 odd Triple saves. Triple the shots Mendy faced. We associate. And considering he hadn't played in Prem for about 10 years for Arsenal and he's come in and played, you know, I think he's been quite a. Does he get your vote, Jordy? I think Sojcek gets my vote out of them three. Okay, okay. What are you saying, uh, I'm going I'm to join you with Sojcek. I think he's such a massive goal threat for West Ham and one of the main reasons they are where they are. So, yeah, Sojcek, mm. bargain. Um, for me, it's got to be Cavani. <laughs> Because Ooh. you can't get a bigger deal on bike hunt than getting Smith for free. He's Ooh. basically they basically robbed they robbed a stall and they they got a lot of money out of it. I like that. I do like that. But if oh. uh, what we saying if we draw Stan says Cavani, yeah, then do we have to give it to the the person that never got voted? Yeah. Then to have to have a flop comp. Oh, it is a tough one. But 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 but. but. I'm going to give it to Suchet. Oh, Whoa. that surprises me, that. Because I think he had the biggest effects on his team. About 104 reps um, and he still surprises United. <laughs> United, I think, would have been okay without Cavani. I mean, touch and go, but... <gasps> I think you expect it from Cavani. Do you know what I mean to come in yeah. and score goals? But it's I think it's Suchek's first season as well. well yeah. I know it's Cavani's first season. Yeah, it's his debut season. He's come from the Czech league and he's absolutely at the ground running. And he was integral to that first half of the season. Buying when, after when, him as well. Yeah, yeah. allegedly after him. Allegedly. Great side Arguments, in ITK in the north. Get that on him. Because Jim, you've said a bargain's <laughs> also if you get it for free, but a bargain's as if nobody else was looking at it as well, and it's treated you well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, if you're but, looking for a car and you pick up a good punto that no one's looking at. It's a bargain. Yeah, but right, the way I see it, right, Sojcek is, like is a piece in the market that... Sojcek's a piece in the market that no one knew was going to be worth a lot of money, but then it turns out, yeah, it is. A bit like Bitcoin. That's a bargain, then. That's a bargain. Agreed. Like Doge. Agreed. Agreed. But Cavani... Cavani is like something... It's going to go well up now. Yes, but you want to get Doge is going to go straight to the moon, Cavani is like something you picked off the market that everyone thought... That's not worth out, and then now it's like, oh fuck, he's worth Yeah, but nobody wants to buy him now, Sucha. You're getting some resale value. And the winner of the David Dickerson Award is Thomas Sucha. No, cheapest chips. Lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Nice, Thomas. Congrats. So this is the uh, the Steve McLaren Award. AKA the uh, the the worst at pretending that you're not bald award. So if we're being PG, yeah, best way to put it. Yeah. Uh, so the first bald cunt is Gareth Bale. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so come on. So he hides it with his man bun. Uh, if you have a look, he, he has it quite centrally in his head, uh, like a girl would before some oral sex, perhaps. So uh, <laughs> or a boy, or a boy, yeah, or a boy. I mean, not not Michael but each of their or own. Are they? 
Oh, they? Yeah, oh, he, she, they, yeah, them. Yeah, he, she, they, them. Let's yeah. not get down Use their let's, pronouns. Let's move yeah. on quick. To, uh, <laughs> let's move on fast to another bald cunt. Uh, Rob Holding, his head. Oh, yeah. Basically looks like a barcode at this point. Properly. Um, I think he, he's fucked when it rains. Oh, of course. Fucking hell. Rob Holden's tears in the rain. But the last one, I think this guy kind of owns it, but Sadio Mane as well. He's had an air transplant, though. He, he has, so... Fucking he's been, he's been waiting back. for that ball bit to grow yeah, for all season. Yeah, that's why he's been a bit shit. He has, but three, three baldies, or soon-to-be yeah. baldies. Stan, what are we thinking? Well, as a receding cunt myself, um, <laughs> I'm not going to give it bail because we knew about him. Okay. Um, and I'll let him off because he, you know... I yeah. like the bun. He hides it well. He does Looks hide like it well. Looks like he's in Lord of the Rings. He does I like hide Lord it well. of the Rings. <laughs> so he'd be Mane's, able to win this. Mane's trying. He's been to the the uh, Belgravia centre. He's got a few thousand hairs on, on the top of his head. But it's got to be Rob Holden. Just shave it off, lad. <laughs> <laughs> Jim? Just horrendous. <laughs> Jim? Yeah, I didn't realise how bad it was. But it, it, it is pretty bad. And like I say, when he rains, it just drips down. It's, it's a bit like yeah. what we're yeah. on the front. Yeah. I think Rob Holden gets my vote as well. Yeah. yeah, I think this, I mean, I, I think it's going to be unanimous. I'm sorry, Rob, but I know you're a, a listener. I know you've listened to it, 104 of these, Rob Holden. And that's why we can say this, because mates can say this. Sort that's of why he's so bad. Other. Yeah, that's why he's so bad and so receding. But yeah. Mane pay for his air transplant. He doesn't make as much as you, so stop being tight. But, and the winner is... Rob Barcode Hair Holding. Congratulations! Congratulations. You're a you don't need to buy any shampoo. <laughs> right, guys, the penultimate award of tonight's award oh. ceremony. Um, we don't actually have a name for this, so I know I could offer some quick fire suggestions, but it's probably the most embarrassing moment. Ever had an embarrassing oh. moment, Stan? No, thanks. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah. What happened? I don't know, I was well embarrassed. I went dead red and uh, uncovered me that I watch Ensai, so it's only about ten minutes ago. Exposed. Lots of us. If you know, you know. We could call it. We could call it the. We could call we it the could Cookie call, Award. We could call it the uh, Louis Spencer. I'll, I'll share a quick story. We could say this was a bit of an embarrassing moment when uh, I'd been out dancing, you know, grooving uh, in Liverpool, and went back to a uh, female's house, and I had what us lads like to call stink dick. So, uh, <laughs> what I used in this female's apartment, I, I, could, I, did not, I, I couldn't <laughs> find anything in the apartment when I was in the bathroom to to get rid of the, the smell. So, I uh, put mouthwash in my hands and put it like to the side of my balls. Good. Basically. Would you do it again? Stink Definitely. it? Did you feel fresh? It didn't stink, but I bet you thought, fucking hell, this guy, this, this lad's balls taste yeah. like fucking Colgate. <laughs> <laughs> Listerine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, there you so go. there you go, the Stink Dick Award. There. That's out there. <laughs> That's out there now. Uh, and the first nominee, nominee for the Stink Dick Award is the entire Liverpool team, defending nice. champions, losing 7-2. To Villa, Ooh, that's right. pretty bad, and they had Van Dijk as well. They did. Adrian in there just. We lost six one that day. Well, that was, I know, and the, that's why they pretty took the embarrassment away from United. Did, so even double to him. Um, nice secondly, they pull involved again, but on the other end, this one. No, yes, they did lose again, but Ralph Hasenhutl crying after a one 0 win against Liverpool. Yeah, that's yeah pathetic. Come on. Yeah, I hated that. There's no thirty-seven yeah. games in this yeah, season. Yeah, Danny it didn't even mean anything. I don't even know why he Fucking was crying. Like, Fuck off. Because he's an embarrassment. Because he knows he's wank. And finally, um, this will take some beating. Is Fulham's, the now relegated Fulham's, could have helped him cook. Adam Luckman, 98th minute penalty. What does he do? Penenkers it, keeper stands there, catches it. He looks like a dickhead. He does. So yeah, Fox. Yeah, that, that's, that's pretty bad. Fox down, um, can anyone beat Luckman? No, it's got to be Luckman, I think. I think if you're in a relegation race like that, I can't remember. Was it 1 1? I think they could have yeah, won it. Yeah, it was 1 1, yeah, it was 2 in. Could have been a massive three points. There was quite a lot of, of games to play, and little moments like that, Jim, can uh, change your fortunes in a season, change your momentum. I, can't, West Ham, West Ham, I can't go for Luckman just because of how Gucci it is. Like, <laughs> I, res- I respect the, the ball to think, yeah, this is what I'll do. This is what I'll do. This will be classless. This will be classless. This, class this. this will be classless. So, to be fair, in the 98th minute, no one really expects someone to penanker it, do they? Well, obviously. Minus. Fabianski did. Yeah, but he didn't even reach the fucking goal. I know. Was it was it was a bad penanker. He didn't reach the net. He dove, stood back up, and put his foot on it. It's hard, this. Threw it out. It's hard, this. Kicked it in his own net. 
I think Ralph Grine after yeah. Ralph Mills. Yeah, yeah. Him he's embarrassing. I'm gonna go Hassel Hurtle. That's pathetic. That you're a fucking grown man. Get a mm. grip. Especially because that's just before everybody was about to beat Liverpool as well. So with hindsight, <laughs> get a fucking grip. Because we're in loads of tears at Anfield. Wouldn't there if every fucking crime when they got beat? So just grow up. Yeah. He called Ralph as well. Yeah. <laughs> pathetic. Pathetic. <laughs> my next one. My next one. Maybe he's called Ralph. Uh, used to be called Ralph. Yeah. Have you changed the name? Oh no, not there he, he used to be a neighbour. Little, oh, okay. little story. Next door Before the yeah. dog wouldn't stop Before, barking and then he got Yeah, to I'll tell you a little story about Before him. Is that, that um, yeah, he, he had a wife, I forgot her name, but she was she was ancient and she used to sunbathe in the front garden. Whoa. And because he didn't want anyone looking at it, looking at her wife, he, he, built, built, he built this it. massive hedge around her. What's the point of sunbathing? Yeah. Hey, it doesn't block out the sun, it wasn't that big. Anyway, the winner is... <laughs> still be able to see them. The winner is... Oh, sorry. And the winner is... Ralph Harson who all. You pathetic little worm. Congratulations. You pig. You fucking... That's what happens when you cry, you're embarrassed. Sixth and final award of the night of the Cookie Pods Awards. Hope you've all enjoyed it. This one goes out to former host, loved... Member of the Cookie Cup Pod crew, Robbie Boyle Drama Queen Award. This is basically the biggest dra uh, dramatic moment in the season. So we've got a number one, or oh, not necessarily at number one. Yeah. First, just first, but just first, just first game read out. Alison Header against West Brom in the 95th minute. Number two, Bruno goal after a full time, which is penalty versus Brighton in the 98th minute I believe where they, they actually blew up for full time and came back yeah. on the pitch to take the penalty sorry if you had notifications <laughs> and number three just the Super League the European Super League in general that was a big dramatic point of the season just stressful few days yeah it was, so it was, fucking hell, it yeah. Was. what are we all saying Stan what are you, you going to go there it's a um, tough one I think three. it's between um, as much as I enjoyed the Bruno penalty uh, I think the other two are bigger in terms of drama. I mean, I've never yeah. seen that Allison anything like that happen, really. First goalkeeper um, to score a... Well, to, yeah. to score a winning goal in the N Premier League. And not only that, I mean... And to keep the, the top four hopes that, alive. That's kind of what added to the drama, because mm -hmm. after that goal, you kind of thought there's no way they're getting top four. Yeah. When shit like that happens, but, as we've said, the Super League, I mean, f fucking mental 48 hours, so... There wasn't much fucking more Super dramatic League. Super League was bigger than fucking coronavirus. It was literally yeah. like worldwide, like everyone was. That, I mean, considering we were all we were sat here on the on the uh, Monday saying if this happens, I am not going to watch football again. I don't think it gets any more dramatic than that. So for me, uh, sorry, Alison. I mean, a fucking amazing moment, uh, but it's got to be the Super, Super League in terms of pure drama. Yeah, Super League does win, but you've got to give a little nod to Bruno because when you sat there on fucking FPL app and it says full time and they just drop points at Brighton, it's like, oh, sick. And then it's like, next notification, it's that game again, you're thinking, nothing messed up here, it's, it's full time. And Bruno goal. You know, haven't won again, have they? And then you go and check match today and you've actually blew full time and then they've made him take a penalty. <laughs> full time, was it handball? Handball, was yeah, it? Handball, yeah, Neil Mopey. Handball, he's pretty fucked. He's got a pen and did some like crying in the camera. Full time 2-2. Two, two. He's pretty much. 3-2 right. Bruno, 97th. What? <laughs> he give it away as well. He gave it away. He wasn't up there with the other two, but he was dramatic, so I just wanted to give a shout out to it. Yeah, the Super League wins for me, but... Allison was so close. I mean, kept Liverpool's top four hopes alive. They obviously finished third, but yeah, Super League was yeah. just mental. Dramatic for the wrong reason. Well, what about you? I'm going to stick with you, Allison. You're getting my vote. Fuck the Super League. It's never going to happen. Fuck you all. Yeah. Dramatic for the wrong reason. Not better at all. Allison, you deserve it. I love you. Hope you listen. Bruno Allison, dramatic for the for the. Good moments, the reasons yeah. why we love football, and also if you're West Brom and, and whatever, the reasons What's that you that might hate called, it. Though, Chinese. Willow Dragon. I remember seeing, watching it outside Willow Dragon when it was seeing him running up. I was thinking to myself, what if he scores here? What's going to happen next minute? And it had already happened because I'm asking you on Sky Go or somewhere. Yeah, but it, it didn't happen on my phone. And it never came up on my app either. Well, exactly. And then so now already fucking edited it, and you're thinking, run. what if he has this here? So he's going. I've already get, fucking get done it. Get Liverpool out of Champions League. Give it less than time travel. I've already fucking done it, man. What are you stressing about? It's two one. Right, and the winner is. And the winner is, and I'm bitterly saying this, the European Super League. Boo! 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 Never. 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 Never
Right, listeners, we're coming to the end of the podcast. It's the last episode of the season. Jordy, you've come for your your hat trick appearance. Uh, luckily, I was prepared with footballs, uh, but yeah, I thought it was your second appearance. It was your third episode, one hundred and four. Have you had fun back on the pod? I've enjoyed every single minute of it. Wow. Every single second of it. Every single second of it. That's good. To a lot of seconds. I know it's very. It's quite hot today as well, and we're we're in this stuffy room. It is very hot. Well, all socially distant, of course. Have we? Um, I'm not on. Have we decided whether we're doing the oral? Do we have episodes? We don't have episodes. Not sure. Yeah. No. Do we have people in your house? I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's something now. I don't know. <laughs> 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 everyone's had the jab now. Thank you very much for listening this season. It's been a very difficult one, but fans are back next season, and we know that that makes football ten times better. Um, we might be back during the Euros um, with a few podcasts just a few updates we won't be doing it every week yeah. maybe after the group stages and after each uh, knockout round but um, yeah thank you to all Cookie Monsters that have supported us all the way through and nice. uh, yeah thank nice. you nice and if you want to follow us on any of our socials it's at Cookie Podcast 1 that's at Cookie Podcast followed by the numerical one on Insta Twitter and YouTube and if you want to get us if you don't have Spotify Apple Podcasts or Amazon Podcasts Go to our host platform, Anchor FM, and it's been a mental season, episode 104. And also, if you want to follow the OnlyFans, it is at Thor's Hammer. Yeah, and we do have a cookie pod OnlyFans now. <laughs> we, 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 we're not content creators. We're, not yet, uh, not yet. Not yet, obviously. Like, we're, we're still finding our feet. We're in shallow waters, but we're, we're having a browse, we're having a look around. But yeah, mysterious, mysterious peach. I can't put that out. Right, it's oh. been episode 104 of That's the Way the Cookie Crumbles. It's been a mental season, but take care, everyone, and hopefully we'll do some stuff for the Euros. That's the way the cookie crumbles, baby. Yeah, baby.